everybody to the four tales podcast the first ever live stream of the four tales podcast i'm your host kyron silva from taurus comics across the way is the lavender lover of ace blade danny j quick how you doing sir doing good bro it's good to see you uh live and in living color i know man. it was all right it was all right uh i've been mostly fiddling with this restream since you know we wanted to go live for the first time and it's coming out all right. I like the design I did. Um, yeah, I you know. like it a lot. Yeah. You even got us on the the right size of the screen. I like it. Your green I, I and my purple. I know, I know. I try. I try to do as best I can to make you happy. I mean, that's my whole job is to make you happy in this podcast. Well, I don't care what anybody else does. My whole job is to stress you out. It seems like. I... <laughs> <laughs> and you do an amazing job at that. I'm just not gonna lie. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I do want to do one thing before we actually start. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to Michael Watson. He just got out of the hospital. Is uh, told by Freestyle Comics, uh, he was battling COVID for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, praise out to Michael. I'm glad yeah. he's out, and uh, hopefully he stays out. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad he's starting to feel better. I'm hoping he continues to recover, man. Uh, Mike is like just not seeing the show. Uh, yeah. In for two weeks, it's been it's been like a whole change in my schedule. So yeah, I'm glad he's doing better. And I do want to also give another shout out to another comic creator, uh, Luke Stone. Um, unfortunately, he is still in the hospital. Uh, he's been in there for a while, so hopefully he can uh, bounce back quickly. Oh, my God. We have our first viewer, Marvin Wynn. Marvin Wynn. Wait, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Friend of the show, Marvin Wynn. <laughs> and former guest of the show, Marvin Wynn. Good in morning, Marvin. Good uh, but morning. you know what? Um, speaking of guests, we have a great uh, guest today. Um, he is one of the founders of Sierra Nova Comics and the Sierra Nova Platform. He is a writer and creator. Uh, and I'm a, I'm probably going to mess up his last name, which I hate doing, but that's okay. But it's uh, we have Greg Moquin. Or is that incorrect? You actually said that the right way? Booyah. See? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Kyron, Kyron says that all the time, but he goes and researches people's names because I know, I know how he doesn't like to uh, say people's names wrong, just like me. So. All right. Growing up, 40 years of having people mess up my name, I hate messing up other people's names so yes that is like a phobia it's a fear i have and i don't want to do it to anybody else so yes i do research it all right so greg what's going on sir how are you doing today i'm good woke up like an hour ago okay all right me too actually 
Uh, sun's just starting to rise, which fall is setting in. So right now, sun doesn't start to rise to like 630 because it's too damn early for doing this podcast again. What part of the country are you in, Greg? Uh, upstate New York. Okay. All right. So you're, well, you're, I'm closer to you than yeah. usually, usually our guests are over there with Kyron. So um, I'm always up and, and, and at them early in the morning. And then, uh, you know, Kyron and, and, and the guests have to get up super early to be on the show. <laughs> actually, no, you, you're wrong on that. We've only had one guest on the West Coast has actually done our show yet. And yeah. that was Dan. The other two oh, guests okay. are on the West Coast bounced and just flaked. Oh, that's that's true. You're right. <laughs> You're right. So my West Coast peeps, you are making me look bad. <laughs> so that's hilarious. No, it's not. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> anyway, Greg, how's it going, sir? Tell us about Sierra Nova Comics, the platform itself, and what you're doing with po- really trying to promote comic books, not just yours but other people's comics. Um. So. Like back in 2017, uh, me and uh, Dylan, the other owner, um, we realized like it's pretty hard to like find a following uh, doing any comics. So we were learning and still learning um, the whole like creation of making a comic and all that other stuff and to build an audience. So we're like, oh, well, we can instead of just have a website for us, we can actually host a website full of other creators. And uh, so we're doing that. We have like 92 comics on there now of just different people's comics. So that's pretty awesome. Um, We're going to have like courses at some point probably, but right now we just started like services. Um, And we have like a merch store and we're going to have a comic book like web store in itself on there so that's it's pretty cool so where did this concept of sierra nova comics come from like was it directly from you was it collaboration between you and your partner Uh, so i put a craigslist ad like 2016 2015 out and i didn't actually know what i needed I, cause you know, Google's a thing, but I didn't actually use Google. <laughs> so I was just like, ah, I think I need a graphic designer. So I put that in the Craigslist ad and Dylan was the first person to, um, answer the ad. And he's like, oh, I do graphic design, but like, you don't need a graphic designer. You need like an artist. And I'm like, that sounds more right. So <laughs> I'm like, and I need like a website designer and all that other stuff. And he does like a bunch of things. So. Uh, we were talking for like a year, just like through text messaging. And then I finally met him after I moved back from Florida. Um, I only lived there for like three months and I was like, wow, I hate this. So I moved back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then I met him in person and we went to some like networking event together. And then after that, uh, we just hung out every day and it was like working on the business. And then we realized like, instead of building a website just for us, we're like, Oh, let's build a website around like other creators too. So the last like couple of years, we've been like more focusing on like finding creators on like 
social media to like connect with but mm-hmm. now we're trying to find like the fans side of that and yeah it's a little hard <laughs> fair enough it's definitely a grind i'll say about uh florida living in florida is uh, going to florida is good to visit but living there is a whole is a whole nother thing uh so <laughs> I, I feel you on that um i have family who live in florida and and even they are they hate it so <laughs> I've never been to Florida. What I, I've heard stories about this, but what's so bad about Florida between the two of you guys? Like, what do you guys think is the worst thing about it? Everything. The, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's just it's just an amalgamation of like it's always hot and muggy, and I mean, depending on which depending on which parts you live in, of course. Like Orlando is is cool, Miami is cool, but um, like Jacksonville is just hot and and sweaty everywhere, and there's alle- there's literal alligators that are in the street like it's 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 ridiculous place it really yeah. is ridiculous. i was i was in venice florida which if no one knows where where that is it's like south like very south mm. of Flor- in florida um i was like an hour or two away from like the everglades and it's like mm. Oh. Mm. um and it's just like old people everywhere that's like <laughs> most of florida but like Venice is like the community of like oh where are all the old people we'll just just go to Venice, Florida. That's where mm-hmm. you'll find them. That's where they all go to retire and then die. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. So with with Sierra Nova Comics, since it's no longer in Florida, you moved that out. And what was the first thing you did? Did you just create a comic yourself? Or, um, did you create the platform? Okay. And what was the the first thing you wanted to do with when you had that idea? Um, so I was writing a story back in 2014 or yeah, 2014, I started writing, um, what is the Seer Chronicles now, but it was like in almost novel format and it was like over 1200 pages and, uh, um, oh, yeah, kind of like how Ace Blade was. First it was <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I wrote that. And then I was like, oh, well, this part doesn't need to be in here. So I took certain chunks out. And then that's either a solo series or I like completely scrapped the idea because not everything that you do is amazing all the time. So, um, <clears throat> like, I have a uh, solo series, Ink. Yeah. So I have like Ink, and that's its own thing. And then I have another solo series called Scales and all these other ones that branch off of that. Um, but I wrote it in a way that if you don't want to read all of the comics, you don't need to. Certain things do connect, but like, so it's a better experience if you do. But like, you could just read like the Seer Chronicles, and that's like the core story. But hmm. every other story has its own thing going on, too. So I started with that, and then I was like, oh, I need an artist. So after I got the script I did the first time for the first issue, <clears throat> but it wasn't completely edited, edited all the way because I needed like an actual editor. <laughs> um, Editors are very good to have. Yeah, my friend uh, Drew at the time was like editing it because he went to school for like literature and stuff. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And uh, he's like, wow, you're like the Shakespeare of comics. I'm like, cool. You don't know any <laughs> other comic creator. <laughs> so. Thanks. He's like, there's okay. Stanley and there's Greg. <laughs> <Yeah. you know." laughs> um, 
So yeah, I like how it all connects and stuff like that. It's like, oh, cool. Because I didn't know there's this whole community of like people, like mm-hmm. you guys and a million others. I'm like, yeah, I'm awesome. And then I went on Facebook and everywhere else, and I was like, oh wow, there's a lot of you. <laughs> no man, it uh, is awesome. It, I think it. I think that's one thing that we share as a creators is that all of us have this journey of, you know, wanting to create. Like most of us either were reading comics or watching TV shows or whatever that got us interested in it. And then now we're, we want to create something, but you don't know that there's already a community that's doing it. So you start doing stuff by yourself and you have to, you know, learn, you have to jump all these hurdles, finding an editor, finding an artist, the graphic designer, illustrator. Like if you're, if you're not an artist yourself, you know, there's, you know, there's a whole learning process that you have to go through. And if you're not introduced through the community, you have to learn all that stuff yourself. So I think that's a that's one of the things that, you know, me and you share, you know, Kyron is an artist. So he's you know, he's his job is, you know, he has everything he needs right there. But uh, (laughs) for us us writers, you know, um, having to learn, you know, parts of the business and then, you know, parts of, you know, what building a, a community looks like building a, your own audience looks like because all all comic book people don't like the same things there's a lot of variety that you can you know that you can find in in comics so you have to find in the comic community who likes what you're doing and then you have to convince them to buy it and then you know it's a it's a whole journey so yeah i i feel you on that <laughs> yeah so for as far as creating comic then what do you find is the most difficult part of creating content? Is that the actual writing process, finding their artists, the marketing side of things, so just um, getting the money to, to fund it? Uh, well, money is <laughs> that's so annoying. Um, <laughs> it would be nice if we could just do everything and not pay for it, huh? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I like I still wit because I love like actually paying artists not love it because that's my paycheck but like i i like actually helping them um and paying them uh because there's people that just flake and just don't so um the original artist for seer chronicles like the first issue and was going to be the original artist for that entire series um he actually came to me one time and asked if i could help him solve a problem that had nothing to do with me but he's like yeah, this one guy that lives in like California, like, didn't want to pay him, and he is from Brazil. I was like, oh, that's mm. not good. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, do you want me to drive all the way to California? I like, I'm very far away from there <laughs> to like beat them up. I don't, I don't know what you want. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, try to tell them because like maybe it's not translating well from Spanish to. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I didn't even do that because he was just talking to the guy. He's like, oh, I'll just take the loss. I'm like, you're going to take an entire comic book worth of money and just Ooh, like, snap. he's like, yeah, I'll just not work with him again. I was like, that's insane. Oh, it's tough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Creators, pay your people. I don't yeah. care if you have differences and there's like, I've seen people get mad because the artist produced something that the writer just wasn't completely happy with, but you still got to pay them for their time. I mean, you can't yeah. just can't just ghost him like that yeah like i paid paid that guy but like after it was done and um it was out there's like some people like creators and um even my girlfriend's dad and like 
probably another person. They were reading it and they were not like, um, they didn't hate it, but they were like, it transitioned very weird because parts of my script weren't even in the comic because the artist just didn't want to put it in because he couldn't translate it. All he had to do was ask me questions though. So that was kind of annoying. So that's why we're remastering that. And um, it's so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> that communication part is hard. It's um, it's another thing that, I mean, that's just, you know, people skills though. If you, uh, I know me, I'm an awkward person. So I, I don't like to necessarily ask people questions because I don't always want the answer. But, um, you know, especially when you're trying to create something that you, that you wrote, um, you have to be able to communicate with people and you have to, you know, a lot of times you have to encourage them to communicate with you because I know artists and I'm not talking about you, Kyron, because you're great. But uh, <laughs> thank you for, uh, for boosting my ego this entire episode. That's unusual. <laughs> artists are mostly, you know, really, you know, kind of they have their vision of what it's supposed to be. And they, you know, they they believe that it's right and they're used and they're used to trusting their instincts so you know sometimes they they're just not gonna ask you if they don't have to they're not gonna try to communicate with you as the writer if you if they don't have if they don't feel like they have to and um you know i've learned over the years to you know especially with the, the artists that i've worked with consistently um to just trust their instincts sometimes they can put something on a page that looks that visually tells the story better than you know i wrote it um but that that uh communication part it saves a lot of time in the end because if you if they draw 20 pages and you know 18 of them are wrong it's like now we gotta <laughs> now we gotta start all the back all the way back over so um that communication is tough man yeah i also want to add a lot of us are um introverts and we don't like rocking the boat mm -hmm. so it's not that we feel like we know better it's just that we're maybe hesitant to ask because we don't want to bother you as writers. We're like, Ooh, do I really want to talk to him? And, but, the, but like you're mentioning when you get with an artist that you've been working with for a while, there is that, that synergy that you guys have that after a while you can trust them more and more that you'd be like, just put down a guy throwing another guy and you know, your artist is going to do something. Mm -hmm. And whereas where you get like maybe the, an artist that you've worked with for the first time, you got to probably be a little bit more descriptive on like put him throwing him over his shoulder while he's throwing him into a wall and there's an explosion. Like you, I think it's just trust, just like on like basketball, football, or any sports. There's trust that that comes with you guys working together more and more. Yeah, I uh, definitely trust the artist that we have now. Um, it's very good. Uh, he really likes making destruction, and there's like a lot in just the first issue of that. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty great. Um, but it's like I'm kind of like um, it left a bad taste in my mouth on like someone that doesn't speak English was uh, <laughs> the artist because I can't understand them that well. Um, mm. But our colorist that I use for everything, he's like from Indonesia, and I trust him completely just because. Mm -hmm. uh, he speaks enough English that he'll understand what I'm saying. There's like some that I have to like, uh, I have to like say a certain thing in a certain way. So like he'll understand what I'm saying, but most of the time he gets what I'm trying to say. So that's awesome. And because, with the, you know, integration of Facebook and social media, a lot of us are now starting to use artists from other countries and you're going to have those, 
communication blocks because of yeah. that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, because our script is pretty descriptive. Um, we don't have just like throw this guy into this wall. Like usually once Dylan like gets a hold of it, because I like write the script and then he goes through and edits it. So uh, there should be like another editor, but like, yeah, I'm not going to get into that right now. But <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, he goes through it and like adds all the descriptive stuff, like um, like certain camera shots and stuff. I'm like, well, that's kind of for the artist. Like the artist kind of does that. And he's like, oh, well, for certain ones, I'll do it. I was like, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had that experience too, man. It's like, um, I'd say when I, my, my first, couple of ace blade comics you know my, my panels were very descriptive for the artist because you know he's in another country and i'm not you know i'm not familiar with him but then when um wally started drawing ace blade it was more i'm just telling them what happens on the page you know um you know he leaps from he leaps out of the window and you know and you see him falling down the building and he can make that into four panels and then, you know, working with Kyron, like I, I recently commissioned Kyron for something. And I literally just had to say, hey, I want these two, I want these two characters uh, jumping away from an explosion. And he took that and, you know, he killed it. So I think it, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's weird and it's good, you know, having people from different backgrounds that you have to, you know, you have to communicate with differently. Yeah. <clears throat> So what's the long-term goals as far as Sierra Nova comics? Like when do you see yourself doing five years now with this thing? I'm hoping within another year and a half or a year, I don't have to go to my overnight job and I can just do this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once I get a house, I'm planning on having like my own area. So um, because I'm back home, but my mom right now to save up for a house. So once I get a house, I plan on having like a room like Danny has, um, or even Kyron. Like you have like your little area. I I don't have. I have my room. Right, bro. This this is just the front entrance yeah, to just, my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like his own room though. Danny has. Like, I know. No, this is this is my garage. My wife oh, used to yeah. use it as a uh, as a hair salon, and I kicked, oh, kicked oh. her out, and I just took it over. That's all. That's well, you all. still have your own room though, so that's. We don't have our own rooms, like yeah, I guess you know, especially not one that's painted purple everywhere. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if, I, if I told my wife I'm gonna paint the walls green in this room, she would kick me out the house. So <laughs> you never know until you try. This was a this was actually a birthday gift for my uh, for my wife. She was like, "Hey, here's some purple paint. Have at it." I was like, "Thank you, babe. That's nice." Yeah. Again, if I told my wife I want a room <laughs> green, she'd be like, "Yeah, go outside, build yourself a little house, and you can stay in there, paint it green." <laughs> yeah, even if I had like a shed or something, because um, my friends at Catalyst Comic Studio, they like have a shed, mm-hmm. and that's their like whole studio space. Like they have, they like rebuilt, not rebuilt the shed, but like inside, they gutted it to make it, you know, a studio. Yeah, and a workspace. So that's pretty cool. It's good having your own space, though. I'll, I'll be honest with you. My, I mean, my 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 son, he's a crafter. You know, they they have these YouTube crafters now. This dude can make anything out of cardboard, and I always find my stuff missing in here. Like my backs and boards are always gone. My boxes, 
you know, my Gemini Millers, he's ripping them apart. I'm like, man, I like I need this stuff. You can't just come in here stealing my stealing my material. Bro, but that's I, inventory. You you gotta count that exactly. for taxes and stuff. You can't be exactly. breaking it. This this will do, but you know, that's that's part of it. So All right. Well, this it might be a good time for us to maybe take a quick turn and do Danny's quick takes. Awesome. I'm now, if you if this is your first time listening to our podcast, or even of course everybody's first time watching the live stream, um, this is Danny's quick takes. Where Danny has five questions for our, our guest. He has scoured and stalked their social media to find interesting questions for them to answer. They're going to have 45 seconds to answer it. At the end of the 45 seconds, they will have a buzzer to let them know they cannot answer anymore. All right. So, Danny, whenever you are ready. And I have something I want to try with this. So if we're going to have it go the full 45 seconds, because I just want to make sure it works properly what I have set up. Okay. All right. Give it a shot. So, Greg, um, I hope you know, I'm thankful that you actually post on social media because, you know, a lot of times it's hard to stalk people. Like I have to go to other social media platforms, but I found a plethora of interesting stuff about you on Facebook. <laughs> so Greg is pretty much an open book on Facebook. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I found some fun stuff to ask you and I, I just want to see your, uh, see your honest opinion about it. So here we go. First question, Twinkies or ice cream and why? Ice cream. Why? Mint chocolate chips better than Twinkies. I don't like Twinkies. I, I do like Twinkies, but I only had Twinkies like twice ever in my life. So. Really? Yep. Twinkies are Twinkies are an amazing uh, are an amazing dessert. It's just like they're just so convenient though. It's like just pop a Twinkie. Yeah. But I like mixing the ice cream in the bowl until it's like porridge. What's your favorite? What's your so mint chocolate is your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate, probably yeah. I'm a butter pecan guy. I love butter pecan, but but specifically uh, bluebell butter pecan. Absolutely. Tyron is lactose intolerant, so he doesn't eat ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love it. And I'm not lactose intolerant. I actually like uh. Uh, caramel salted pecan. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, question number two. Um, I saw a meme that you posted uh, about a year ago, and it made me wonder if you found the answer. Wait, to it. damn, a year ago? Oh, <laughs> a year ago. You really do stock these people's pages. Absolutely. So I wanted I wanted to see if uh, you found the answer to it or not. And the meme was, um, basically said, "Is there a good way to know?" When you're in the good old days, before you leave them. <laughs> uh, the office. Um, <clears throat> the office is a great show. It's a great show. That's a very good like quote that actually gives me like I don't get emotional that much, but that actually gets me like emotional anytime like he says that in that show. The million times I watch that. Um, you're running out of time, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't. You don't really... want to see Danny's face spin up again. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't. I don't have an answer. 
answer to that question. I think we can all agree that The Office is one of the best shows ever created. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's your face there. Fun I fact, it. I just watched The Office for the first time this past summer. Really? Yeah. Did and it's only because of a, a local radio show, um, sports radio show I listened to. One of the hosts was like a huge Office fan. And I was talking to him on social media. I was like, I've never seen Office. He's like, you can't listen to my show again until you've at least seen a couple episodes. <laughs> so I started watching it. And the next thing I know, I'm just binging it like every day. Yeah. My family's like, you're watching The Office again, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and now I'm watching um, Monk. Monk is, is what I'm watching right now. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Question number three. As a, uh, as a fellow indie comicer, self-published creator, what is the best way to ship physical comics? Gemini Mailer. Gemini Mailer. Yeah. Um, I have had people say that they are shipping in Gemini Mailer and then I receive it and it's like a dusty envelope. Yeah, it's, it's not Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> because I had a, a mailman actually, the apartment I was at last. I got home and like the mailman's trying to shove it in the mailbox. I'm like, that's not gonna fit in there, bud. And he's like, huh? I'm like, don't don't put that in the mailbox. It's gonna ruin it. And he's like, oh, okay. So he handed it to me. Then he had a whole conversation about comic books. So that's kind of cool that that sprung the conversation. Even though I didn't want to have the conversation, but yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I've 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 grown to love the Gemini Millers, and they're they're surprisingly not not expensive right now. So. Um, I say I say invest in Gemini Mailers also. Okay, I saw a a tattoo that you got, uh, Deadpool, the Deadpool tattoo that you got. I love it; it's amazing. Uh, great art, great great place to put a tattoo. I'm sure it hurt a lot, but <laughs> my fourth question is: you can only get one more tattoo for the rest of your life. What is it, and where do you put it? Probably one of my main characters in my comics, and I don't know if I want to get my one tattoo artist character because that's literally my tattoo artist. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of weird, <laughs> even though he's a pretty cool character. So probably like John Benson. Um, that's like one of the main characters in Seer Chronicles, and it would probably either be on my leg or somewhere on the same arm as Deadpool. <laughs> I love it. Is that the only one you have, or do you have more? Oh, I have this whole arm. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I don't want to know where you have any other ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're trying to keep this PG. Got a nice butterfly on the back. <laughs> yeah, I have a tramp stamp of Danny on mine. So. Oh. We don't. We don't like to talk about that though. I got the. I got the one. I got the one. Uh, spade and crown, for Ace nice. Blade King Supreme, um, and that will be the only tattoos I ever get. <laughs> that hurt. Right. Yeah, uh, I cried, and I'm I'm not good with pain. So, <laughs> but I'll, I I'll, stare at the tattoo needles as it goes because there's like three depending on the what yeah. kind of needle it is. I'm staring at it as it like goes into the skin. He's like, "You're weird." <laughs> the tattoo artist saying that. No, I'm not. I'm not about that life. My um, my wife has four tattoos, and she's always like, "I want to get another one." I'm like, "I don't understand you people," but uh. Cool. Oh, so last question. I you post a lot of food. You post a lot of meals. 
that you have and they're all good they all look great every time i see one of your meals that you post i'm like man i wish i had that for for dinner or lunch or whatever so i want you to describe your perfect breakfast your perfect lunch and your perfect perfect dinner cool when i actually eat all those in a day um i'm gonna say oatmeal but no um probably like just eggs sausage and like pancakes probably like very good breakfast um lunch i don't know grilled cheese and like potato chips or something um or a burger i don't know and then dinner maybe shepherd's pie or mac and cheese depending on i don't know i like different foods <laughs> I thought you were gonna come up with some like grandiose meal plan like, or something like that. I'm like, oh, I just like chips and sandwiches and, and eggs. What is in a shepherd's pie? I've um, I've seen it before, but I've never seen this. Uh, so it's mashed potatoes, corn, and beef. Uh, sometimes people put peas in it because they're not <laughs> normal. <laughs> I don't like peas. Said, no peas in the okay. shepherd's pie. <laughs> Okay, right. I love it. That's my uh, that's our quick takes for today. I appreciate you uh, playing along with us. Yeah, right. wait, I got one more. So, and it's for both of you guys. Uh-oh. And I just thought of this off the top of my head while we're talking. Where is the weirdest place you've sold a comic? Ooh, um, in a bathroom at work. <laughs> okay, wait. We won't come back to that. I want Greg to answer. We won't come back to that. Though. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I haven't sold many yet, um, but I guess I met my friend. It's not weird, but I met my friend outside of like a Stewart's, which is like a gas station. I, I sold it there to him. So there's, okay. there's no really weird place that I've sold a comic yet. So okay, we haven't even gone to conventions yet. So you haven't gone to conventions? No. Conventions are we weird. We were going to do that in 2020, and then you know the whole no. thing happened. Yeah. We don't want to talk about 2020. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Danny, let's go back to that real quick. Why the hell were you in a bathroom with somebody with your comics um, like that? So I had a so I work for the Department of Veterans Affairs, of course, and it's you know frowned on to uh, for your superiors to buy your to support your business. So you know I just kind of met my boss in the bathroom was like, "Here's the comic, here's the, here's the money." <laughs> it was like a drug deal, but <laughs> it was like a drug deal, but you know it was hey. How you have to do it sometimes. I guess there's weirder exchanges that have happened in the bathroom. So I'm glad it was just yeah. a comic you gave him. <laughs> weird things that have happened in the bathroom. <laughs> oh man, that was that was good. All right, so that was uh, Danny's quick takes uh, provided and brought to you by Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Marvel, come go see it in 2022 in theaters. Yeah, yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. And now we go right back to the show. Is there any movies you guys are, are excited to see coming up? I haven't seen a movie like in a theater since 2020? No, 2019? 2019. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Joker was like the last movie I saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I want to see Shang-Chi very badly. It was it was definitely worth going to there. I, my, um, we have a small theater here that you know, it doesn't get a lot of traffic, but you know, it stays open, and they they were showing it, so we always go there. Um, yeah, we saw it 
last actually last Saturday, my my son and I, and we enjoyed it. There was like maybe four other people, four or mm-hmm. five other people in the theater with us. Um, but it was it, it's definitely worth seeing in the theater if you can. Yeah, we yeah, I want to see that. Um, Spider Man, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, Matrix, I guess. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah, okay. I, so I I enjoyed the Matrix trilogy, the the original trilogy, all three movies. I liked them, but like now that you know this fourth one's coming out, people are like, "Oh, the you know the second and third movie were trash and garbage," and I'm like, "Bro, how? Like it the the <laughs> like they had the epic moments in the second and third movie, the architect, like the the highway chase, all that stuff was amazing. I don't see how people hate those movies." See, I need to go back and watch all three. I've seen them all. I know I've seen them all, but I need yeah. to go back and rewatch it because it's been so to, long. Yeah, I have to watch the third one again. But um, I'd watch the first two on HBO Max because the whole trilogy is on there. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to HBO Max, I guess. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Morgan Iverson for letting me use his HBO Max password. <laughs> <laughs> now um, we're going to be sued by Marvel and HBO Max thing. <laughs> Is that, I don't even know if that's the thing anymore that they even care about, like the sharing passwords. Do they even care about that anymore? <sighs> I think oh. Netflix does. Netflix doesn't. I don't no. know. <laughs> They're like, we know you do it, but we still have so many subscribers. We don't care. Oh, did she give you a present? Yes, yeah, she drew me a, she colored me a picture. Oh, that's all right. Oh. Hold on, wait, wait. Let's, let's move this over. So everybody can see Danny's daughter drew a beautiful picture. Which one, which daughter is that again? That's Olivia. Olivia. All right, future artist Olivia, the future artist for Ace Blade issue ten. <laughs> She's got her honor skills before he puts her on there. I'm sure. Yeah, I got him practicing. I got him in a sweatshop right now. Or <laughs> get those get those colors right. Use enough. Part. That's the wrong part. DJ's the editor. <laughs> oh. I think Danny froze. Um, oh, dang. Uh, I was wondering if there are any comics. I was wondering if there are any comics that y'all read this week. I I actually did read a comic. Um, I read a comic from Torrid Comics, not Taurus, but Torrid T O R R I D comic um, called Aegeus Force. I think it's. Um, he's a local creator here in California. And he's been he's been doing his own comic called uh, Bumper and Pinball. He has four issues done on his own. Actually, he like his the name is uh, Nicholas Garza, and he writes, draws, colors, letters the entire book himself. Ooh. And he's done four issues of Bumper and Pinball, and he just produced this anthology all by himself with four stories in this one book. And I was like, how do you have time to do all this? <laughs> Like no seriously, I mean, how do you? I can barely produce two comics a year, and that's with me doing one comic and an artist doing another comic. And this dude has produced uh, five comics within the last three, maybe four years, all on his own. That's crazy, and it was pretty fun. It was like a really like a, it was a throwback in a way to the '90s comics, where it's just a lot of action, you know, crazy fights, things like that. A lot of fun. So that's what I read. I love it. You uh, you read anything this week, Greg? Uh, I actually forgot that I read a comic. Um, <laughs> I didn't finish it, so I don't know if that counts. But because um, mm-hmm. I had to go to work, 
but I was reading uh, the list, like the first issue of that, because yeah. I was actually reading it, like research, because I'm trying to do like a holiday comic um, mm -hmm. that's oh, not connected to our universe. And uh, you just had to bring up holiday comics, huh? <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I was wondering if that comic's in any relation to what I want to do. And I was like, oh, sweet, it's not. It's not even at all the same thing. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's always good. That's always good. Yeah. Um, I bring it up because I don't know if y'all know, but I just started collecting uh graded comics well first of all I, I started reading hot brass this week um unlikely yeah, hero a... studios it's a uh it's, it started off pretty good i'm gonna, i'm probably gonna finish it today um got into that justice league series that's going on right now but this is what i wanted to show y'all this uh 9.2 joker 80th anniversary cover um this uh sketch cover by neil adams Oh, I added yeah. to the collection this week. Oh, so, wow. That's a new thing. That's a, I guess, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't spending enough money, so now I'm going to spend more money on comics and, uh, <laughs> and start collecting. Why, why are you flexing on this? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, because no, I'm like, I was already broke, and now I'm more broke because I want to start collecting comics. So You got in a Neil Adams sketch cover. You you probably are broke. You have a Neil Adams drawing deal. anything. I got a good deal on it, though. So, um, you know, how many kids did you have to sell for that? Um, <laughs> actually, Stephanie's uh, Olivia's in their drawing so that I can pay for next week's, <laughs> next week's purchase. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. All right. Well, before we let you go, we do want to at least have uh, Greg talk about his upcoming comic. Or is it anthology? It's oh, the Chronicles anthology. of Horror, right? Yeah. All right, and that's an anthology, so it's not just you; it's a bunch of other creators, correct? Yep. And it looks like I'm looking at the preview page on a Kickstarter. It's an eight-story horror comic uh, from Sierra Nova Comics in Myers Press LLC. So, what is that? How did that come about? Who's all involved? And um, do you guys need a writer and artist team? <laughs> Actually, probably uh, for the next one, yeah. So it was it's gonna be like a, it's an annual series and the first issue came out last year but um this one is a little more put together not just because like my story like i actually have stories that i wrote in it but um it's, it's just longer and because the first one is only four stories which i didn't think was enough <laughs> so, well, yeah more work um and here I I'll show the preview page um, yeah. so people can look at it. So Danny just put the link in the uh, chat. Uh, but go ahead, finish. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, um, so I have two stories in there. Um, they're pretty messed up. <laughs> uh, one is actually kind of funny. It's still messed up, but it's, it's really funny. And uh, there is a reference to a certain show that we did talk about on this live stream. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually the artist did that Hector Barrero. He he was the artist on that story, so he's like, "Oh, we both like this show, so I'm gonna put this in there." I was like, "Okay." Um, but yeah, it's eight stories, and there's actually there's a stretch goal to get um, another story added that Jerome Gagnon, Gagnon, however you say his last name, <laughs> <laughs> say his name. Um. He's like, oh, would you want to add this story? I'm like, as a stretch goal, yeah. Because, you know, pages and 
money. So mm -hmm. that's another four pages. And then there is a one page story from Hector's friend, Martin, that is going to be a backer goal because it's only one page. So awesome. uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, there's this whole like TV theme around it. And mm -hmm. I actually reread I didn't even reread. Uh, we were me and um, this other artist that's on the comic that we uh, created the video with, and a couple of like the Kickstarter page in general. Uh, Josh Harris. We um, went through the first issue, and the ending happens in the '90s, and I was like, "That's amazing," because we have this whole like VHS aesthetic to it, mm -hmm. and I was like, "That's that's awesome." So we're running with that in the second issue and it literally the second issue takes place after the first one. You don't need to read the first one if you don't want to, but um, it literally takes place right after that. And he actually like beginning of the trailer is actually going to be a page that's in the anthology yeah. um, hmm. and like the beginning page to like set everything up. And uh, then every story acts as like an, like an episode or like a show or segment or whatever that's mm -hmm. like the twilight zone kind of yeah okay. i love that and i like the idea of um adding pages of stretch goals I, we recently did that with um the last ace blade kickstarter that we did and it and you know we found it helpful because it it doesn't add a whole nother book to a stretch yeah. goal like that's that's ridiculous to do that i think but <laughs> unless it's a digital book, a digital oh, book, no. yeah, digital book, that might be it. But I, uh, I, I did like a uh, for Seer Chronicles. I'm like, oh, if we hit this stretch goal, but I didn't like do the math. <laughs> Plus, I pay out of my own paycheck, mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, if we hit this stretch goal, then ink will come out. And I was like, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, oh, now I gotta pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like. You know, uh, it, Morgan wants to, uh, Morgan Iverson, uh, he was like, if we, you know, if we get this number two funded, we'll, everybody will get a copy of number three. I'm like, wait a minute, we haven't what? even done number three yet. We can't do that. We can't do that. It's not <laughs> I mean, it's cool to have like stretch goals and have these aspirations, but you got to really sit down and financially look at if it's even worth it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like to yeah. a lot of us are coming up with stretch goals and they, they, they sound cool in our head. And then when we actually break down and we're like, oh, this is going to cost a shitload more money for me to do this. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that is, you're, you're right that you have to really consider what it is your stretch goal is going to be and maybe consider more digital things or smaller items instead of full books. Because a lot of us as creators are getting hampered financially because we're, you know, being overzealous in what we can give as a stretch goal. Right. Yeah. I uh, figured out how much money it costs. Well, it it varies depending on the artist and everything, but <clears throat> it's thousands of dollars that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the? That's a Want to become person. famous? No, I don't want. We are already famous, big hide. What the hell? Wow. Okay. So I guess our Twitch stream is live and we only get spam there. Yes. That means we're famous, dude. <laughs> All right. All right, well, this has been fun, uh, gentlemen. Greg, is there anything you want us to maybe talk about or you want to bring up that we didn't get to touch on today? Um, I would say our website, but I kind of like went over that. And uh, 
And that's the SierraNovaComics.com, right? Yeah. And I would like pr- promote the services thing, but like I don't really want to do that yet because we still have to figure out like people that would, you know, do the services besides the writing and stuff. I'll do, I would be doing that, but there's like artists that I need to write down on a list still. And okay. We have this whole like crowdfunding thing that I'm going to be doing because I did that for free once for someone and I'm like, Ooh. yeah, I'm not doing that again. Um, Okay. It's a lot of work, and it I already knew it was a lot of work, but <laughs> it's a lot of work. So you're planning on offering, um, you know, service like connecting people with artists and and writers and you know stuff like that to to get their comics made. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm excited for that, mostly because my book is already on your platform. So I'm, I'm excited when you uh, can promote my stuff anytime. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, well, besides SierraNovaComics.com, where else can we maybe find your work, like social media, things like that? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even though I'm not really on Twitter because it's Twitter. Um, (laughs) TikTok, but I'm not like on there, on there. I just post like podcast episodes and stuff on there. So Um, you're not like Danny doing like all the TikTok dances and and all those things. (laughs) No, just like I have to figure out like the actual platform. Like I, I get, I know what they want on there. It's just like the fact of do I want to record myself doing something? Because who wants to hear my voice? So. Well, hopefully, a lot of people because we have you on our podcast. So hopefully, <laughs> everybody wants to hear your voice, man. This is what it's you know the platforms are made for that. Like, and and I always tell people too. Like, if you there is a platform for what you do. Like Instagram, I think is for promotion and like showing what's great about your life you know take a picture of the greatest moments <laughs> you know uh your food would go good on instagram you know uh <laughs> you know facebook is more about conversations and and standing in touch with people tiktok is is so random right now that you can literally find a niche for anything um yeah but twitter is is also where i try to stay away from because it, it just seems like a bunch of uh it's a nonsense most of the time, but uh, it's hilarious because I love Twitter right now, and not because it's nonsense, just because I'm able to filter out what I don't want to see more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, sir. Well, I guess then let's go ahead and end the show. Danny, do you have any other questions for Gray that you want to bring up? No, I'll uh, I'll send him a message with my with my question. <laughs> wow, that <laughs> you'll meet him in the bathroom. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will, everybody, please go to SierraNovaComics.com. Check out the platform. Um, buy some books from them, please. Um, Danny, where can we find your work, your Instagrams, all that good stuff? You know me. Uh, if you want to find Danny, just look for The Ace Blade on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All right. The website? Oh, yeah. And the website is www.fourthwallpros.com. All right. All right. And if you for some reason want to follow me, I am on Twitter, Instagram at Taurus Comics. Also, my website is TaurusComics.com. Um, if this is the first time you've listened to our episode, please thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Please make sure that you are going and liking, following, sharing, because all those things help us with the algorithms. Uh, but you can always go back to our website, fortalespodcast.com, to check out 
uh, all our past episodes. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, uh, Podbean, I think it's one. Any podcasting platform you can find us. And we're going to do, hopefully we'll be doing more of these live streams. Um, I think I'll talk to Danny. Maybe we can do our next episode um, as a live stream. Um, real quick, though. Just as a self-promotional, I do want to say, if you are in the Sacramento area, uh, next Saturday, the 25th of September, from 2 to 8 p.m., I will be at the Pull-Up-A-Chair Expo uh, at the Sacramento Youth Center. Uh, there will be myself, a couple of the comic creators, um, Shane Q from The Voice TV Show. He will be there. Uh, there's going to be food, beer. Uh, we'll have a good time, so check it out. Look up Pull Up a Chair Foundation on Facebook, and you can get tickets through there. Uh, but until the next week, but actually, who do we have next week? Next week we have uh, next week we have Robert Love, who is a creator from uh, he's produced his actual work through Dark Horse. He's produced the Thirteen through Dark Horse a few years ago. Uh, Chocolate Thunder, if you guys are familiar with that, and he has a new book coming out called Children of the Plague. He is from Sacramento, so it's going to be a fun time. Hopefully, he is our first, no, our second West Coast person to actually be on the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, but this is going to be a good time. Uh, but until then, sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find him online and YouTube. Instagram and SoundCloud. I want to know what it is Quick is trying to say.